Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet Lamar, and we have with us today the COO at Count. His name is Rich Steppy, and he's joining us right now. Hello, Rich. Hello, Juliet. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. I'm really excited to learn more about Count and how you're using machine learning to really combat digital fraud. So why don't you give us an insight into Count and what you do? Sure. Um, Count is a software-as-a-service company that helps businesses protect themselves from uh, bad actors that use stolen credit cards or stolen identities or stolen credentials uh, to commit fraud against their businesses. So we use a variety of uh, tools and techniques, uh, including AI and machine learning, to accomplish that. And, you know, it's just an old problem. It's the problem that we're continuing to have issues with. What is something that's really setting you apart in this combat against the fraud? Sure. Um, I, I, think, I think we have developed a platform that is really perfectly suited for protecting every touch point in what we're calling the digital customer journey. So each one of our business clients, they have a, a particular go-to-market methodology where they are, they are connecting and uh, contacting and really interacting with their clients um, in, in, a, in, a, in a myriad of ways. So uh, whether it's uh, 
the traditional stuff like a website or an online purchase or loading an app or leaving a review or just any of the ways that they work with their clients, we've developed a platform that allows us to provide the appropriate amount of protection and data collection at each one of those touch points. So in a touch point that's like logging into a site or uh, re, uh, just looking, looking at a particular piece of content, we've developed a very economical way of doing just the right amount of data collection and protection. And then if it's a much higher risk, like doing a money transfer or a payment or uh, signing up with a new identity, something along those lines, then we can provide a much deeper and much more robust uh, protection system, all in the same platform. That's excellent. And you know, with your expertise in this, where are you seeing where most people and businesses get caught with security issues? Is there is there a general thing that people are doing wrong? Yeah, there's. I mean, it is. It. I think the thing that people are doing wrong is they're failing to realize how complex the situation is now. And Mm -hmm. the way I like to say it is, over the last few years, it has gotten much easier for the bad guys and much harder for the good guys. Whether it's uh, sophisticated organized criminals, uh, breaches and all of the compromised data, or the the, uh, custom-made hacking and cracking tools that are attacking uh, digital businesses and mobile businesses, all of these things are making it much easier for the bad guys. And then the good guys are, have had things get much harder for them because customers won't put up with friction anymore. Um, companies are inventing new business models and new ways to interact with their clients. And each one of those new ways is a place where the bad guys can commit fraud or cause brand damage or steal data or otherwise create a negative customer experience. So it's gotten, it's gotten a lot harder for the good guys because there's lots more ways to be attacked and a lot more places to be attacked. And then the good guys, or the bad guys, are just really um, uh, sharpening their game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the usefulness of a lot of different information is also feeling this. You know, before we always thought, oh, you you know, they're going to go for your bank account, they're going to go for money. But in mm-hmm. reality, the information that we provide on the internet, a lot of it can be used in malicious ways that we might not even think about, right? Our buying habits or our our demographic or our location, all those things can still be used in in weird ways that might result in things that might harm us. Yeah, a- a- absolutely and and we really do focus on protecting businesses. Uh, be, and the, the thing that I think most businesses have come to realize is that static data, um, you used to be able to trust static data. You used to be able to do things like knowledge-based authentications or, or ask, ask questions of, that seemingly only someone with, that true, with a true identity would know. But unfortunately, that's not really the case anymore. So... Uh, our clients have had to uh, really move to much more dynamic, much more real-time, much more behavioral types of capabilities. And that real-time and dynamic uh, space of technology is where AI and machine learning really plays a big part. And that's a perfect segue. So let's go into that machine learning and how it counts you're implementing that. Sure. So I, 
one of the things that makes uh, us different is we offer really two types of machine learning, both supervised and unsupervised. Uh, the, the supervised uh, machine learning is what we call our boost technology. And so that boost technology allows us to take, take uh, a data stream and you know, do a data transformation process um, where a client sends us you know, maybe 10 or 15 pieces of data. We do a data transformation process and data augmentation where we turn that literally into hundreds or thousands of pieces of data. We do some feature engineering and, and based on historical results, um, run it through models that, uh, that contain literally, that makes literally thousands of decisions on millions of data points. And uh, because it's supervised, meaning it's based on a supervisory signal, so historical transactions, we're able to look in real time at a vast amount of data that can be very, very predictive of not only if a transaction is fraudulent or an event is fraudulent, but if it's uh, relatively safe, because many, many platforms out there lean too hard on, on the risk side of the equation and don't pay enough uh, to the positive assurance signals that are out there. And so we really mm. work hard to balance the relative safety and relative risk. That's our, that's our supervised methodology that we call boost. Um, and then we've got an unsupervised methodology that we call persona. And what persona does is it starts with a relatively small amount of data. It finds hidden linkages with a proprietary algorithm and does online learning that uh, continuously tracks a, uh, an entity, uh, typically a financial entity, across our entire network. And it really works well to expose fraud as it emerges. And then we can take additional data out of out of the learnings that we've got we, that we've done there, and because it's unsupervised, it doesn't require what we call ground truth or training data, and uh, allows us to really see fraud as it emerges across our entire network. Wow! And those two things work in unison, correct? Yes, uh, absolutely. In and in, in unison uh, in in real time. Wow! So it's it's constantly vigilant. Yep, constantly vigilant, and we've built the platform such that um, we get learned results very quickly because part of our platform is uh, a, a, a case management and user interface for the fraud experts across the globe. And so while they're decisioning transactions, we can find out essentially in near real time whether a human has looked at a transaction or an event and says, yes, this is good or this is bad, we uh, feed all of that data that we get from thousands of um, agents and experts, we feed that back into our uh, supervised learning on a nightly basis. So that really helps to shortcut the fraud cycles because often it can take days, weeks, or months to find out if something's actually fraudulent our system shortcuts that in a big way. And I think that's one of the largest proponents of fighting fraud is early detection and prevention. Those are the two biggest things, right? Right, right. Because, and, and with, with the, way the, the way that the organized criminals are working now, they are, they are finding a weakness and then spreading that information 
out widely and exploiting it very quickly. So if we can track that information in real time, it gives us the ability to not only help the client that's being attacked, we can also help other clients that are being attacked as well. That's great. So at Count, you have a lot of different products. Do you want to give us a little bit of insight into those? Sure. Um, so uh, our, our main focus, obviously, is uh, protecting businesses from the bad guys that use stolen credit cards, stolen identities, and stolen credentials to commit fraud. So we uh, have three main products. The first is what we call Count Complete, and that's a, that's a comprehensive platform that does um, data augmentation, AI and machine learning, also has a decision engine component, as well as a business intelligence and an analytic platform all built into one. Um, the target market for that is really uh, uh, medium, to, medium to enterprise digital businesses that are working with their customers either in a mobile app or uh, online or through a call center. So a, a real variety of industries that we serve. The next uh, component is what we call Count Central. That takes the same sort of technologies, but we've built it with special integrations for, for platforms. So that means if you're a payment processor, a bank with a lot of clients, a commerce platform, you can get all of that technology provided to all of your downstream customers through a single integration. And then the last product is Account Access, which is a device-centric product that incorporates device fingerprinting, geolocation, velocity services, and behavioral biometrics in an all-in-one uh, platform for, uh, that can deliver device-centric information and user behavior-centric information at a very economical price point. So that would bring us to, you know, when your company is coming there, what, is, what are they going to expect as, as far as price goes and being able to set up these services within their company? Yeah, great, great, great question. So uh, typically what, what happens is we have a per event or per transaction pricing, and um, it can vary a little bit for different sorts of industries, but uh, you would say pay between, let's say, a, a typically – uh, between a nickel and a quarter per event, and then uh, we render a decision for you and uh, help you with uh, maybe a managed services component if you wanted help in uh, managing your uh, fraud policy, etc. Um, and then from the the count access, as I mentioned, it's it's more economic and more economical. The the price point on that can be quite a bit lower. And the ease of of involving this product with a company, you know, a company wants to get involved with, with Count, how do they get it all set up and how long does it take? Yeah, great great question. So one of the one of the real differentiators that we that we provide is we take a, a balanced approach, meaning not only do we we don't just rely on the AI and machine learning and decision engine components, we provide skilled fraud experts that help with integration and help with optimization, and, and help really uh, can go as far as providing a managed service to, uh, to run your fraud, uh, fraud infrastructure. So uh, it it's, tends to be fairly straightforward. 
as a client would sign a contract, they would, uh, we would deliver to them the integration specifications, they would do the integration, and we would set them up and they, they would be on their way. Um, depending on the size and the agility of the client, it can be, it can be a couple of days or it can be uh, uh, a little bit longer if you're a larger, more sophisticated enterprise that has more protocols to follow. Absolutely. And it sounds like your team does a little bit of hand-holding. You know, you're not just going to give them the product and, and off you go. You're, you're ready and available to assist companies with their questions and with, with any issues they might have. Yeah, a- absolutely. And, and we've really tried to structure it such that uh, we can, we can right-size that help for the nature of the client that we're serving. Many times, uh, you know, large enterprises, they want a much more dedicated sort of capability. Um, other companies are happy with uh, just, uh, you know, a little bit more ad hoc support. We can structure it however the client wishes. Excellent. Super customizable is, is what everyone wants, right? <laughs> Make you yep. feel special. That's, that's the world we live in today, and one size definitely <laughs> doesn't fit. Exactly. So what kind of businesses would really benefit most from your technology? You know, people are going to think, oh, well, you know, I have an online store, I'm storing people's credit card information and whatnot. But is this something that really everyone should be thinking about? Yeah, I think, I think when you look at um, sort of the modern approach to serving customers, in, in sort of the business-to-consumer environment, and even now sometimes in the business-to-business environment, it's really about constructing a digital customer journey for your clients that figures out different ways to meet their needs. So it doesn't matter if you're an e-commerce retailer, a bank, a payment processor, an insurance company, a game company. It's really any digital business needs to think about how to protect their customers along their journey. That's, that's wonderful and, and so true. What are some of the biggest challenges and biggest things you've learned through your journey with Count? Yeah, I think, I think one, of the, one of the big things is that every business is different. And every business uh, has, uh, even, even though they might seem outwardly similar, they've got their own business strategy. They've got their own designs on how they want their customer journey to work. And you have to be one, you have to really listen hard and understand what they're trying to accomplish. And two, you have to have the people and the process and the technology to be flexible enough to help them realize their goals. And I, I think we are, li- we are living in an age where we're getting closer and closer to being able to realize the promise of the Internet, which was really to sell or connect to anybody, anytime, anywhere. And... Um, Despite what the bad guys are doing, I think the good guys are making a lot of progress in making that vision a reality. Absolutely. And I found something on your website that I found really interesting, the little fraud calculator. So if people are not sure maybe how much they're losing to fraud, you can go on your website and you can see exactly how much it's hurting you. Yes, indeed. And, and I, think, I think that that is a great uh, illustrative tool and it can really help open people's eyes to both the hard and the soft costs associated with uh, managing fraud. Absolutely. And Count does a lot of, of, of webinars and you do a lot of education because this is something that you're very passionate about. Um, you know, what, what are you really, if people had to take away one thing from, from this podcast or from 
your webinars, what, what is something they should really be thinking about on a daily basis? I think, I think you should be put yourself in your customer's shoes. Think about the journey that they have to go through to do business with you. And think about how to do the right thing by your customers by protecting their experience um, and building your product and your platform in a, in a way that uh, allows them to conduct the business that they want to conduct with you without, in, without subjecting your company to unnecessary risks associated with fraud. And people can actually see how this works by a demo. You can get a demo on your website as well. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. You can, um, you can uh, sign up there and uh, we, we, uh, walk people, we walk people through this uh, uh, every day. So we would love to. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so the best way to get in contact with you, it would be through the website count.com, which is K-O-U-N-T.com. Is that the best way? Is there also any social media? Um, yeah, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and connect with us on LinkedIn and uh, Instagram as well. So, but in general, the the shortest way to to get a hold of us would be definitely the website. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's been such a pleasure talking with you about this, Rich, because this is this is a a problem that is just never going away. We're always going to have people who are trying to to hack into systems, and you're always going to have good people trying to stay safe. And I really appreciate that you guys are working on such a hard, hard and complicated issue. Thank you very much. We, I appreciate that. I, I like to tell people I wake up every morning before the alarm clock goes off because I'm really excited about uh, providing this service to people and helping, helping the good guys get over on the bad guys every once in a while. <laughs> That's a great motivation. And it's, it's something that I think when you feel that way and you create a company that is involved in this way, it's a camaraderie that that helps people keep going. Because if you look at the negative parts of, wow, the fraudsters are getting more complex, they're getting smarter, they're, the, what they're doing is, is flying under our radar, they're always one step ahead, you know, you could lose hope. But it's just every little bit counts, and every day chipping away at that is how we're going to beat them. You bet. You bet. Let's go out there and win. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Rich Seppi, thank you so much for joining us here on Teacher Tech Podcast. Thanks for having me, Juliet. I really appreciate it. Look forward to it and uh, doing it again sometime. Absolutely. We'll have to have you on for any updates about what else you need to be on the lookout for. Great. <laughs> that was Rich Steppy. He is the COO at Count, and Count is K-O-U-N-T dot com. Check them out. They have demos they can show you, all kinds of great things on their website. Thank you all so much for joining us on Future Tech Podcast. This has been Juliet Lamar. Catch you guys later. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. 
They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.